Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Yup, yup, there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another spectacular mini-episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listeners, have at home. It's your time, baby. It ain't about me no more. This is about you, you rascals, you, you rapscallions. Is that how you say that word? I've never actually, I don't know that I've seen rapscallions written out. I might be saying it wrong. Rapscallions. That seems weird. Scallions. Rapid. I can feel myself getting into some sort of weird, punny space. And I'll kill myself. I'll kill myself on the podcast if that's the person that I'm becoming. I'm your host, Langston Kerman. It's weird to introduce myself this far into it after I've threatened suicide, but that's, that's the way the cookie crumbled this time. I'm excited this week because I got a a fun theory, a very exciting theory that I've never, I think I had heard it before, but I never really took it seriously before. It wasn't a theory that I, I gave any real consideration until a person named Jonathan, I dare say a gentleman, I'm going to go so far as to call Jonathan a gentleman, but John, but Jonathan from Austin sent me a conspiracy theory, basically where, and you know, he goes into a long uh, thing in his email, and I don't want to step on too many things, so I'm not going to read the entire email, but the, the, the long and short of it is, Jonathan says, so I heard this conspiracy theory about a year ago. It blew my mind. I'm curious if you happen to come across it as well. I already said I have, Jonathan. Just shut the fuck up and tell us what the conspiracy is. And he said, the conspiracy is that Diana Ross and Smokey Robinson are the actual parents of Michael Jackson. This is some shit Jonathan sent to my inbox. Jonathan wants me to dig into this seemingly very absurd, very nonsensical conspiracy theory. And again, on its head, 
this sounds like a pretty absurd thing, right? Largely in that so much of the theory that Jonathan presents is based on Michael Jackson, quote unquote, looking like both Diana Ross and Smokey Robinson, which we know is is insane because Michael Jackson doesn't look like anything. Michael Jackson, before he died, looked more like Catherine Zeta-Jones than either Diana Ross or Smokey Robinson. And no one is accusing the lady who gave Michael Douglas throat cancer of being Michael's mama. You know what I mean? Her pussy is poison, but but it, 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 that doesn't make her Michael's mama. That just makes her, it doesn't matter. There is, however, this crazy conspiracy theory. Immediately I go, no, 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 you're out of your mind, Jonathan. But Jonathan pointed me to a Reddit thread that gathered a pretty wild amount of evidence to support this theory, which I'm going to run through some of the highlights. It's a super long thread that I can't read on the podcast. I'll feel like an idiot. I'm not a good enough reader to go through this thing in front of all of you. I'm not going to do it, but I will go through some of the big hits that sort of came out of it. Now, let's start from the beginning. Diana Ross apparently first met Michael Jackson. I'm using met uh, real lightly here, because in theory, she met him when she, when he came out of that vagina. You know what I mean? When he came out that canal. Now, some would say, well, maybe he was a C-section baby. But no, we saw her tummy. No scars. He came. Natural birth. No epidural. She just took it with Michael. I don't know why I would go down this train either. My brain ain't good. And oh boy, when I'm alone, it gets even worse. But that said, Diana Ross first meets Michael Jackson and the rest of the Jackson 5, although she did not seem to care about them very much. But she first meets Michael when they showcase at a Motown barbecue at Barry Gordy's house. They were trying to get signed by Motown. They went up there. They sang their little songs. Joe beat them in the bathroom a little bit, then sent them back out to sing some more songs. They did the whole routine. And afterwards, apparently, Diana Ross immediately went up to Michael and expressed that she was going to take a quote-unquote special interest in him. She said, look, Tito, fuck him. Marlon, who is that? What does he offer to this group? I know what Jackie does. He's big. What does Marlon do besides be your size and not good at singing? Fuck him. You. You're special to me. I'm taking a special interest in you. Now, this oddly parallels a movie that Diana Ross starred in called Double Platinum. Maybe some of my elderly listeners remember Double Platinum. I do not. I am very young. I am spry. I touch my toes all the time. But Double Platinum is about giving up her child for her career and then later revealing to that child that she is her real mother when she discovers that the child has talent and then she goes on to help that child pursue her own dreams and, and aspirations as a performer. Now, it's also worth noting that Diana did not tell her real life daughter who her father was, Barry Gordy, until she was 13 years old. So we know this bitch has a history of keeping secrets. She's a real secretive old bag. You know what I mean? She all oh, hush hush. That's why she's whispering all the time. I don't trust a motherfucker that whispers as much as her. Sing the goddamn song, Diana. Project. Stop whispering at me. What? What, what did you say? What? I can't even hear you because you're, you're whispering all the time. Something about, I'm coming out? No, if you're coming out, yell it. Don't. I'm coming. No. Out. Project that shit, Diana. 
I'm sorry I'm getting upset at Diana Ross. I'm sure she's a regular listener. This is also theoretically, and this is where it gets exciting, right? It's theoretically tied, or people suggest at least, that this is what the song Billie Jean is actually about. Huh? Billie Jean. You know Billie Jean. The one where his feet light up like Goku. I don't know. know. He's just running. And for some reason, the sidewalk lights up. And and that's one of the greatest music videos of all time. And now in, in modern you know, technology, we realized that was pretty stupid. It, it wasn't even that cool. But at the time, I'm sure motherfuckers were like, holy shit, this motherfucker made the, the sidewalk light up. He's got some sort of weird radiation poisoning. That's, that's fucking awesome. Good for you, Michael Jackson. But there are some that argue that this is theoretically what the song Billie Jean is actually about. When Michael sings, she says, I am the one, but the kid, is not my son. He's actually singing from the perspective of Diana, who is saying that she is his mother, but he is not her son, as he is a member of the Jacksons now. Whoa, mind fucking blown. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now, this also correlates with the fact that when the Jackson 5 were originally 
uh, signed by Motown, they did stay with Diana Ross for quite some time. I assume Michael got a bigger room than Jackie and Jermaine and, of course, Tito. But apparently, not only did she give him a larger room and probably, like, cool mink coats to sleep underneath and a private massage from a a Swedish woman who was very nervous but also wanted to work real hard to make sure that she didn't get beaten by one of Diana Ross's many, many bodyguards. But she gave Michael all of these nice things. But on top of that, she also used to take regular walks with Michael, private walks on almost a daily basis, which some theorize, particularly this Reddit thread, and I, I didn't credit the Reddit thread, and that's not like me. I'm very good at crediting my sources. I am a, oh, I never miss when it comes to crediting sources, but the, the thread comes from a person named Turban Barry. Turban Barry, and this came uh, many, many a moon ago. I don't know specifically when. I'm not good at reading Reddit, but the point is Turban Barry theorizes that these walks that Diana Ross and Michael Jackson used to take would have been the time when she would have revealed to him that she was, in fact, his mother. There are also some arguments that that is what the song Dirty Diana is about. Back when Diana Ross was thirsting over old Smokey Robinson, and she was the loose, the dirty Diana trying to, to seduce a young Smokey Robinson. Now, the question that I'm sure all of my listeners have is why the fuck is Smokey Robinson in this story? What is Smokey got to do with any of this? Smokey's a good man. He ain't never hurt nobody. He made that song about not doing uh, drugs and, and being in gangs and stuff, which was a train wreck of a music video. But otherwise, he's a pretty solid guy. I think he did quite a few drugs of his own, but that might have been what inspired him to do the song. It's like, hey, stop selling me drugs. They're too delicious. I'm hooked. Fellas, you got to quit these games. You're causing terrible things to happen in my life. But that's not the here nor there. The reason that Smokey Robinson is in this story is apparently Smokey and Diana did grow up on the exact same street in Detroit. And Diana, on multiple occasions, in public spaces, refers to Smokey as her first love. So apparently there was something intimate happening between the two of them. Some sort of, of love story happened in the background. Now, theoretically, this is where we theorize, right, is that theoretically Smokey and Diana could have hooked up in high school. Smokey would have been 18. Diana would have been 14. Not the coolest age gap, right? We know better now, perhaps it's it's legal, but who not the kind of legal you love. Anyway, Smokey was a little bit older, but he could have been with Diana and he didn't use the condom because come on, dog, you got green eyes. Fuck you using the condom for. <laughs> well, you know, you don't use a condom when you got that. You got green eyes. Nah, you, you gotta let that shit. You gotta let that shit settle and, and pass out the beauty. Who, you know, it is what it is. But that said, Smokey doesn't use a condom and she, he gives Diana Ross a baby. And then they have this love child. And then Barry Gordy, mean old Barry Gordy, who's already deep in the brain of Diana Ross, convinces her to give that baby to a fellow musician. He knows a gentleman named Joseph Jackson, Joseph Kitty Cat Jackson, Joseph grown ass Puma Jackson <laughs> as to avoid damaging 
her career. And Smokey naturally was like, all right, yeah, cool. Get the kid away. You know, honestly, the kid seemed like he was going to grow up pretty weird. So I'm good. I ain't really trying to check in on the motherfucker like that. But now the rest of the thread, this is where it sort of loses the trail for me. A lot of the rest of the thread is is sort of like weird photo analysis where Turban, Terry, I don't remember the motherfucker's name, but he, he goes on a bunch of uh, he, he'll pull up old pictures like a photo shoot where Michael's standing with Smokey, with Diana, with Catherine, with Joseph. And it was a weird fact that they did, in fact, all what was that? Six of five of them take a photo shoot together just randomly. But in theories, pointing out the different features that connect the all of it, it's hard to sell. You know what I mean? Because basically him being like, Michael's got Diana's eyes and Smokey's smoke. I don't know. Look, the point is, the larger point is that if white beauty standards didn't force Michael Jackson to slice off his wide nose and his thick mahogany lips, then perhaps we might have gotten a real look at his adult face and know for sure if he was a Jackson or if he was a Ross or perhaps even if he was a little bit of smoke. This entire time, we are being tricked away from knowing the truth about Michael Jackson and his real parents because of the white man and his magazines and his beauty standards. They've robbed us of the real truth. So once again, it is your fault, white devil, that this theory will always go unanswered. We'll never really know the truth unless Quincy Jones starts snitching. You know, he loves to talk some shit, right? Right before Quincy dies, he's going to be like, <coughs> you know, Smokey ate Diana Ross out. And then, you know, they'll turn that into a whole thing. But God damn it. The main thing is, is that the white man has once again made us hurt our celebrities and forced them to no longer recognize each other physically. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just blaming white people for problems. I don't know. White people did it. Michael Jackson never hurt anybody. Don't quote me on that. Don't you dare quote me on that one. Oh, boy. I didn't mean it. I was just saying stuff at that point. Don't you don't you dare write that one down and report me for saying Michael never hurt anybody. I can't prove that. And honestly, I'm not even 100 percent sure I believe it. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, I did what I could here, Jonathan. I hope that this was satisfactory in answering uh, your question. Concern. I don't know. It's a wild conspiracy. And frankly, you know, all of these people are so toxic that I, I don't know that I'm fully convinced that it's impossible. Anyway, if you want to be like Jonathan and, and make me ramble until I'm sweating, nervous from having defended a potential child molester, then you can send me your theories at mymamapod at gmail.com and I'll read them. I'll read every single one and I'll try to respond to most of them, except the ones that scare me. But send me your theories. And then go on Apple Podcasts and rate us and review us and say nice things or mean things, but just put something. I just want the, I just want you to say something to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Do do do. Talk to me. You know what I mean? Just say words to me and I listen. All right. Well, that's it. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. My mama told me.
Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.